it's Hillary Crowley. Welcome to the Good Energy Healing Show. Um, welcome back. And I am back with my book is out everywhere. This is my big announcement. It's called The Power of Energy Medicine, Your Natural Prescription for Resilient Health. It took us a while to get to that title, um, but I love it. It's really about the power of energy as medicine the power of energy as medicine. And that's what this podcast is all about too. So the Good Energy Healing Show, you found me here. Um, if you have been listening to this podcast for a while, thank you so much. I invite you to go ahead and try to purchase my book. You can find it anywhere. Um, you can find it at your local bookstore just by walking in or calling and saying, uh, please order the book. And then you also have um, you, it available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, anywhere Kindle um, you're looking. So all very good, all very exciting for me. And I hope it's exciting for you. I'm getting really nice feedback. And I wrote the book to start a conversation about energy healing, energy medicine, everything about integrating energy into medicine. I wrote the book for my colleagues who are in uh, healthcare, who really, really wanted to add this back into the story of how they heal. Um, because, you know, everyone who works in healthcare are really healers. I mean, they have that as part of who they are. Uh, doctors, nurses, um, everybody who likes to be around the journey of watching people get better, feel better, um, get out of pain, get out of the cycle of fear. Um, so all of that is here for us. And it's all written in the book. So um, it's stories. I told stories. I'm sure that doesn't surprise any of you. So today I'm just checking in on an idea about um, doubting and the power of doubting. Um, I know I've talked about grappling in the last interview with Julie Humphreys, but I wanted to talk about the best kind of doubting. And the best kind of doubting is called um, the benefit of the doubt, you know, giving the benefit of the doubt. That's the doubt that you want to have. If you walk around doubting um, whether there's goodness in the world, that's called um cynicism. If you walk around wondering if there's uh, goodness in the world, that's called skepticism. So um, it's okay to be skeptical because you want to wonder and seek and look and find reason. It actually means, I, I wrote about this in the um, in the book and I talked about it in uh, the uh, intuition and business life uh, episode, um, that it's really good to want reason, right? We want to have reason. We want to be seeking, you know, reasonable um, evidence that we can believe in the fundamental goodness of the world, that that resources are available to us, that we are unlimited, that there is no scarcity. See how it's all coming together? So um, here's, here is the, the best um, medicine for uh, being skeptical and not cynical. And it's the understanding that fundamentally and we know this through ancient teachings, and we know it from modern research that fundamentally the human condition tends to be seeking connection, tends to be seeking a loving connection. Uh, as a species, humans like to feel connection. Um, if there's any dysregulation and they're not seeking connection or they're not connected, you can be sure that that human being is not comfortable, not feeling joy, um, that they're parasympathetic system is not in full activation, right? We want to make and help each other feel comfortable, loved, belonging, connected, 
Okay. So if that's the case, why not go through this world giving everybody the benefit of the doubt? Why not? That's my message for today, for today's episode. Go ahead and give everybody the benefit of the doubt. It will change the way you do go through life. Um, whether it's a stranger, an acquaintance, a dear friend, a close family member, a spouse, a child, um, you can pretty much uh, believe that your interaction, that your communication, your connection is going to be about uh, building more connection and more sense of belonging and more health in your life. So funny story, you knew it was coming, is that um, I was looking for my notebook. I have this like lovely notebook that I always have my notes. And this is a very nuanced uh, 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 episode that I wanted to do. It's one of those episodes that might've been easier to not do, um, but I did it. And cause I was like, I've got to, I've got to hit this little morsel in between the lines of like, what is the thing that we can do to have like good energy in our life, which doesn't involve like chakras being lined up or meditation. Like what is it that can just be like the good energy that can help us? And it can help you in the, you know, if you're sitting in a hospital bed right now, you're like, what is one thing that I can do to change my mindset? And the one thing you can do is decide that you're going to gift everybody because that's what benefit means. Benefit means to gift, to profit, to um, get more of, to benefit, to lift yourself up. You can benefit. And I want you to think about it as the gift. You can gift yourself the benefit, the blessing of, the benefit of the doubt for others. So imagine you're sitting in a hospital room or maybe you are sitting in a hospital room and everybody walks in through your heart, you say, I'm going to find out as I'm interacting with this person, what their connection is to love and what their need is for connection and what they can experience in terms of belonging between me, my beautiful energy self, who I am speaking for yourself and this other person. So that is giving the benefit of the doubt. That's easy right? If, if there's no conflict, but if there is conflict, this will diffuse conflict too. So it really is a powerful uh, tool you can use in your life that sneaks into like everyday language called, oh, the benefit of the doubt. Oh, I'll give that person the benefit of the doubt. Well, don't underestimate the power of giving somebody the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So, um, as I'm speaking about this, I wanted to, um, tell you a little story. Okay. So I was getting ready to sit down and do this piece and I couldn't find my favorite notebook, which is a, a nice bound notebook that was given to me by somebody special. It's on, it's got beautiful, like brown, um, natural recycled paper. And I just sit down and, and write all my notes so that I have a breakdown of everything I want to talk about. And that's how I, that's how I produce, uh, this series, this podcast series. Well, um, Everything was set up beautifully. Um, I was ready to go. And lo and behold, I could not find the notebook. I couldn't find it. It was like unbelievable. I thought I was like, this is, this is, this is nutty. Um, turns out, spoiler alert, um, it was underneath my computer. Like I had, it had, cause my desk is brown and the notebook is brown. So it, it was my, no, my computer was sitting on top of it. You don't need to know that detail. Otherwise, you know, just to say like, don't worry, I eventually found it. But in the meantime, I decided to um, start uh, preparing as if I wasn't going to find it. 
And I ran upstairs and I grabbed another notebook. Um, it was just a, a little old scrappy looking thing um, that looked like I could find a page or two of blank blank pieces of paper so I could write my notes down and start over again so I don't spend my whole day looking for the fancy bound notebook. So I bring it down and as I'm flipping through it, I'm like, where am I going to find where am I going to find a blank piece of paper? Boy, this paper looks, this is a lot of pencil, lots of pencils, a little bit of pen. Uh, but you know, it's all, it's all written in it. And turns out <laughs> as I'm going through the notebook, I'm like, wait a minute, this is no small notebook here. This is, um, a notebook that goes way, way back. It goes back to, um, 1990. Um, I was working at a, um, public radio station and producing a show there. And then I was also working at an AM station and I was a reporter. Um, there's a, um, interview with Ted Kennedy and the recording was long lost because back in 1990, it didn't make it to from an AM station. It didn't make it to any sort of internet like we are YouTube or anything that didn't exist. Uh, for those of you who are younger who can imagine that didn't exist, it did not exist. Um, I see interviews with chiefs of police, our research, uh, election-related things. And I was like, wow, glad I didn't throw this away. Um, it's kind of cool. And it's kind of a nice little journal from uh, way back when. And then about halfway through the um, flipping through the pages to try to find a blank piece of paper and kind of walking down memory lane at the same time, I came across a great little uh, dizzy here of an, of a story that um, is not a story. It was notes I was making because I was buying a car. It was a, well, I can tell you because I have the notes here. It was a CX hatchback five speed Honda civic. Um, I had written notes, oh, 1990 registration. The tax was going to be $395. The um, cost was going to be $7,900. I was going into a 60-month lease, and there were all sorts of, oh, phantom gray was the color. I was going to need $25 for the registration. Boy, oh, boy, this one piece of paper had a lot of notes on it. And this was my piece of paper about buying my first car. So... um $170 a month looks like what the payment was going to be. So I paused on this because it moved me intuitively. I thought, wait, there's something here that's important. And I remembered the interaction with my friend who I went to high school with, who helped me or sold me the car. He was the, he was the car dealer. And he walked me through all these notes and all these details. And I have kind of a little bit of a shame pang around this because right when I was getting ready to purchase this car, um, I uh, called um, my friend on the phone who was selling me the car and he was excited. He said, your car's in stock. It's ready to go. Um, we got it for you. And in this case, what made it extra special is that it was a stripped down model. Like I didn't want anything in it. I didn't even want a radio in it because I was going to put my own radio in it eventually, but I couldn't afford any of the bells and whistles. And I didn't want the bells and whistles. I really wanted a Honda Civic at the time uh, because I liked that car and I wanted to make it affordable for me. 
So um, he was excited and he called and we were talking about picking up the car. And I said, oh yeah, one more thing, one more thing. I just have to ask you a quick question. He goes, what is it, Hillary? And I said, hey, you got to tell me, um, how are you going to burn me? He said, what? I said, yeah, you know, you're a car dealer. So, you know, just tell me, you know, there's going to be some way you're going to burn me, right? So tell me how you're going to burn me. I just want to know. You know, I said it in a very passive but extremely cynical way. And cynicism I wasn't even aware of. I was just taught that, you know, car dealers burn you. And he took a deep breath and he said, why would you think I would do that? I said, oh, you know, you know, just the way the world works, right? You know, you're, you, you got to be making money off of me some way that I don't know. He said, I am, there's very little money being made off of this car for me personally. He said, and you're my friend. But also like, why do you think everybody, you know, that, that this transaction would be about burning you? I've been very honest with you about everything, what everything costs. And, um, I remember when I looked at this notebook, had today that what I was doing um, way back then was I was not giving my friend the benefit of the doubt. I was actually giving him the doubt, <laughs> you know? And and then I had this sort of impulse to let him know that I was doubting him. And I even told him, hey, it's okay if you're burning me, just let me know. And in fact, I think I used those exact words. And he said, I'm kind of offended and I'm you know, and I, and I, and I'm surprised. And he was really great because he did not jump off the phone and say, I'm offended and I'm, and I'm not going to talk to you again. Um, and I said, well, I just, you know, I just figured that there's going to be some way that you're going to, you know, want to take advantage of this, you know, power relationship of me needing a car and you wanting to sell it to me. And he said, I really hope you don't go through life like this. This is a peer talking to me. I hope you don't go through life like this, Hillary. Um, I said, well, I think I'm changing by the second because as I'm saying this, I'm feeling really bad. And of course, he was gracious. He said, you shouldn't feel bad because, you know, car dealers have a bad reputation, but not me. I wouldn't do that to you. And, you know, the truth is, is that we're, even if he was trying to make money off of the deal, um, that's a transaction and he wasn't trying to burn me. You know, those are tough words. It's like he means to do harm by me. So I can be cynical even if I'm not being burnt, I can be cynically thinking everybody's trying to burn me. That would be not giving the benefit of the doubt, right? And so I have to kind of give a lot of credit to my crazy little self that uh, couldn't find the notebook and then found this other notebook that I haven't opened in like, I don't even want to admit how many years, but I think we're talking 30, 30 years, right? And it looks great, you know? You know, if somebody had told me before, what would a 30-year-old notebook look like? It, it it fits in right with the other notebooks. It's like the pages are sort of faded, but you can't really tell. For goodness sakes, the notebook that I like, it's like I pay for it to have that faded pages look. So it's like it was right there, and it was the most beautiful lesson I could ever offer up to my listeners um, in the form of a story, which is owning what happens when you don't give the benefit of the doubt to others. I really want you to think about that as you go through your day. Think differently about every transaction you do. What is a building connection and what is re removing connection? What is cynicism, which is the belief that people are out to harm each other all the time and that given the opportunity, uh, people are not fundamentally good. So the opposite of that is a goodness. It's you know built into the name of this show, the good 
energy healing show. It's the good energy that um, I have found in every human being I've come into contact with. Um, if I've ever been in contact with somebody who um, had very bad energy and seemed to not fundamentally want to be good, they wanted to do harm, um, you can bet that they were under the influence of uh, drugs or they were um, under the influence of a chemical imbalance um, that would look like a mental illness. Um, so we're all walking our way towards health, towards a flexible mindset, towards a secure attachment, towards a connection. To 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 uh, the flexible mindset is that connection to yourself, that's kindness that you're showing to yourself. Um, the secure attachment is that kindness and comfort that you're showing to yourself and to others. And, but there's, is it any of it really a verb? Like, how can you take that out into the world? And I am here to say, you can take it out to the world by saying, give others the benefit of the doubt. Give them the gift of the benefit of the doubt. Benefit means to gift. So give yourself the gift and give others the benefit of the doubt. Try it out and see how it goes. Because there is incredible power and beauty in believing that if you seek goodness, love, and connection in other people, you will actually find it. But if you doubt goodness and kindness in other people, you won't find it or you'll be stuck in your own cycle because that actually breaks connection and breaks trust and gives a a, a sense of separation. And when separation uh, gets ignited, that feeling that you're spiraling and you're separated, that I believe is what like an ego wound would be. Um, an ego, a good friend of mine uh, talked about sabotaging the ego. And so the ego will sabotage and, and make us feel alone again, because the ego wants us to survive. And on some truly fundamental way, yes, we are alone. Our bodies have to survive. Um, but from the fight or flight state of mind, we are not making connection. We are just pulling in and surviving. So um, we always want to find that 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 way to bring ourselves back into the parasympathetic system, the rest and restore state of mind, the state of comfort. And I welcome that for all of you by taking a real action and think of somebody that you really struggle with and turn your lens in a different direction, remove the filter of doubt and re replace it with the benefit of the doubt and know that there's something sacred and beautiful in and loving in doing that action alone. You might find yourself breathing, inhaling and exhaling. Um, you might find yourself having to be patient because it's going to take a little while for the lens to shift. You know, it might be a heavy lens and you might need help removing it. And what if you do your own exploring and say, where is the connection and the love here? Where is the connection and the love here? Now, you can also keep it very light and stick with this cute little phrase, which has been around for a long time, which is the benefit of the doubt, to give somebody the benefit of the doubt. It's a gift. You say, I you don't just say, oh, I'm going to benefit of the doubt today. You say, I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to give that situation the benefit of the doubt. It opens everything wide up. 
and it allows for trust and it allows for you to trust yourself moving forward rather than I doubt, I doubt, I doubt. So I have been really blessed by um, being able to be an observer of people, observer of myself, and I welcome people to observe me. And um, I really trust my intuition and I can be really silly and funny about it. And sometimes I'm the only person in my own head getting the joke. But this little episode was about um, losing a notebook only to find the notebook that was sitting in my house the whole time, um, waiting for me to open this page and to remember for this particular moment that I learned so much from my friend, the car dealer. I did buy the car from him, of course. It was a great car. And um, I hope and I believe that I, I thanked him for the lesson and that I thanked him for the car and I asked for, you know, forgiveness for ever questioning him and not giving him the benefit of the doubt. And I thank him again, wherever he is for um, taking that moment and being brave and saying, ouch, this, this, I think, I think I'm seeing a side of you that, you know, doesn't seem uh, fundamental to who you are. And I would go so far that any of us who've been walking around, even if we've been doing it for years or for decades and we didn't have somebody calling us out on it, somebody else might have said, yeah, 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 you're right. You know, be cynical, be cynical. No, don't be cynical. Be skeptical. You know, do your research. Um, But don't ever forget that every interaction that you're doing is about connection and love and belonging connection, love, and belonging. And whether you're buying a car or um, bumping into a neighbor or doing a quick transaction at the hardware store or driving down the road, walking down the street, um, start giving everyone the benefit of the doubt. You don't have to be in a judgment state of of defense to wonder who's coming after you. Uh, Try it at home. Try it in your own home. I'm going to. What if everyone's just doing their best? Give them the benefit of the doubt. And um, go do that homework. It's It will be good homework and it could last a lifetime. But um, I wish you all very well. This was a episode about the benefit of the doubt. And I call it the, the best type of doubting. You know, the best type of doubts. And it's the benefits of the doubt. Give the world the benefit of the doubt and watch the world give you the benefit of the doubt back. I hope you all have a beautiful day. Um, Thank you for subscribing to this podcast. Thank you for all the uh, reviews and the likes. I appreciate that. Um, Thank you for those of you who have bought my book and enjoyed my book. Um, And I invite you all to find um, the power of energy medicine out there in the world. I am here and uh, we're just getting started. I'm Hillary Crowley and I hope you all have a beautiful day.